Yeah, baby. Yeah. You know that one. Uh huh. You love that one, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> hey, welcome to the uh, Danny and James show. Uh, Danny, Air Force vet. We got James, Marine Corps vet. And behind the um, the the, uh, the board tonight, we got producing. We got Jason. Thank Hello, you, Jason. everybody. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Yeah, and we also got uh, another guest calling in from uh, New Hampshire. Correct? You're 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 still living in New Hampshire, right? We got Kevin Sullivan. Correct. Yes, I live in Concord, New Hampshire. Ah, Concord, Concord, Concord. You don't Concord, say it like Concord. that anymore. Yeah. Just, uh, just north of Boston. <laughs> Yo, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Kevin, you know, we we kind of came up um what in in Hudson together, correct? You you graduated correct. a year a year uh before me, what, 88? Correct. Yeah, d- d- you knew Ken Ken Florence? Yes. Yeah, that was my that's my cousin. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you, you went to Alvern, and we we've already talked about Alvern a couple times and how <laughs> we didn't have a football team or anything like that. So. Yeah, they have, they have one now. They do. Ah, good it's, for uh, them. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome. I I moved from uh, Pinkerton. Um, I played Division One football as a, as a defensive end. My parents moved me to Hudson, and I joined the Woodsman team. Yeah, well, that was my trade. That was my trade off. There you go. Huh. The, yeah, Hudson. the Marine Corps. Though. There you go. And and you went in right after uh, school, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you mind giving your years and your MOS for us? Sure. I was um, in the Marine Corps from 1988 to 1993, um, and I was in 0311. Okay. Do you know what that is, James, in 0311? Yes. What is that? Rifleman. Rifleman. Okay. Well, we all know how good I am with the rifle. (laughs) You and old Leo. Yeah. (laughs) Can't hit a target. No. You hit a... (laughs) The person next to you. Yeah, that's. I guess that's why I went Air Force instead of mar- <laughs> Marines. Uh, <clears throat> I, I shoot, shoot with iron sights. What is that? Iron sights. Back in the day, we oh. didn't we didn't have all the all the optics they have now. Yeah, is that what you shot with, James? In boot camp, yes. Yeah, with boot. Okay. Now, how'd you do with the pistol? I'm talking about James or myself. Y- yourself, Kevin. Sorry. Oh yeah, I, I do well with both. Okay. I do. I do uh, I do well with uh, pistol, rifle, K-bar. Yeah. I'm envious. I, I, I'd rather throw the pistol at you. I, <laughs> I can't shoot anything. You can't shoot anything. <laughs> no, no, no. So <laughs> being a Marine during that time, did you go to uh, Kuwait? I did. I was on the, um, I was on the breach team for the Al-Wafra oil fields. Um, we were the ones that cleared um, – the oil from minefields, uh, oh. the oil fields, and we breached up through um, the airport into Kuwait City. Uh, we did a lot of enemy prisoner war handling, wow. um, things such as that. We were a task force grizzly. The task force grizzly was um, the spear of the you know the, the point of the attack, along with task force ripper and task force papa bear. Mm. That region, so it's kind of like, kind of like in the elbow there. If you look at the elbow, Kuwait. Okay. Um, that's where we were. There you go. I think we got one listener from Bahrain. Is that it? <laughs> so you know anything about Bahrain? It's like right off the yeah. coast there. Yeah, I think we had one download yeah. from from Bahrain. 
And I, I, I didn't oh, know where yeah. that was until I looked it up. I was like, holy crap, that's like right off the, the peninsula there. Little, little tiny, tiny right. island, correct? Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, how long were you there for? I mean, because that, that, that was a that quick little uh, desert storm, desert shield. That was real quick, wasn't it? So, yeah, they call it the 100 hour war. Yeah. Um, I remember it a little differently. Mm, uh, I was there. I was there for almost six months. Uh, typically, Marines do short deployments. Um, we're not we're not there to occupy or to make friends. We just kind of brought in, uh, dropped the hammer, and then um, mm-hmm. you know how that goes. And, and then the army goes in, and they they kind of occupy and stabilize the region. The Air Force did an outstanding job, and the Navy did an outstanding job softening the target. Yeah. I think, I think getting hit for 23 days straight, um, nice. getting shelled, you know, day and night, um, took out, took the will to fight away. Yeah. Now that was during the whole scud and Patriot missiles. Yeah. The shock and awe. The shock and awe. It's worth shock and awe. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Patriot missiles. I think, man, I remember like soon after that, there was a, uh, gee, I probably shouldn't tell the story. A female reporter was up in a new England fo- the football team and, she kind of went in and they were talking about Patriot missiles and stuff like that. <laughs> I, think yeah. they, I think they got in trouble for that one. Oh, man. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Patriot <laughs> missiles. <laughs> so, uh, but, so uh, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're fortunate. I mean, we had, uh, we had a lot of support at home and we had a lot of support um, when we were there. Um very very lucky my my unit didn't you know we, we were a forward unit so we you know we, we were treated like a forward unit but when we get back we have a, a ton of support good good that's great <clears throat> now after that um you, like you said you didn't occupy you, you just get on the boat and just tool around the, the mediterranean or where'd you go after that home you, you came back home and and where yeah. were you stationed at so I, I was a reservist. I was um, okay. I was uh, stationed in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh. I went. I, my original contract was for Camp Pendleton to do um, tracks. I married my high school sweetheart. Um, she decided she didn't want the West Coast. Uh, I couldn't get the right billet on the East Coast, so I went into the reserves. Figuring I would pick up a school. Um, yeah. You know, I, I would just pick up a, a, a place when I when I got some training and I got uh, cold weather mountain warfare training in and then I was deployed. So I stuck in the reserves. I was making a lot of money at that point, so I just stayed in the reserves. Yeah. Um, I had, had a couple more children with that, that young lady and then uh, never never got to, you know, um, continue on to do my – my full time in the Marine Corps, like I wanted to. Sure, uh, but still proud of my service. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I still serve. I I am a psychotherapist, and I treat um, combat veterans. Do you I'm doing that for about That's ten awesome. years now? Yeah. Now, do you also do public safety, or just or just combat veterans? Uh, so yes, thanks for bringing that up. So yeah, so my my job is to um, help with readjustment with combat veterans. Um, I also work with some military sexual trauma um, veterans as well. And I volunteer my time um, 
in the law enforcement community as a crisis counselor for like doing critical incident debriefings and such. And my PhD research is on resiliency in uh, the law enforcement community, which kind of, you know, ties in well with the, well, a lot of law enforcement um, folks are um, veterans and first, first responders as well. So my research is, with them because I was recruited to that team and it's kind of like working with, but the research itself will, will help you know, a lot of folks that experience trauma, not just police officers. Yeah. Cause we've had that conversation of getting out and, you know, not knowing what to do or, or, or help getting help after you get out. And we discussed a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, vets, you know, you become, you know, police, public, going to public right. safety, police officers or firefighters. So, you know, you, you never think about, well, I never really thought about the, 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 the PTSD for, for public safety, um, personnel, you know, you, you always kind of tied into military, you know, yeah. you, but you know, the stuff sure. that they deal with, you, you, you know what I mean? Either a firefighter or police, police, you know, that they, they deal with it bad too, yeah. you know? I never thought about that either. No, they, I, they see some, they see some pretty, uh, pretty heinous stuff. I, so I I, um, I initiated it. It's called the Blue Group. So I, I do group therapy as well. Okay. And I started. It took me a while, but I got I got a, a bunch of veterans together, um, you know, through my work, and they're also law enforcement or prior law enforcement, and we meet, um, and we kind of go back and forth between you know their their deployments or or, or their work, and I got to tell you their their work their their brain is operating on a, an entirely different mm. level. Um, the brain is, you know, tell you, you think about your amygdala, your fight or flight system, um, in the military it gets flipped on and it stays on. Yeah. Right. I mean, these, these guys are experiencing it on a different level. Mm. Um, and it changes them. It changes them, you know, drastically. So, um, my research is on, you know, what can we do to, kind of, you know, help with that. Right. Now, you know, I, I've talked to the uh, the fire chief here and, and, and uh, Bartow when we were discussing, and, he, you know, he said, and, and he brought it to my attention, like, wow, you never even think about it. You know, and, and I was talking to another firefighter, and he's like, and we are just discussing something. He goes, you know, it's funny because, you know, when someone asks you about the job, they always ask you, what's your worst day? And, you know, he said, that's probably yeah. the worst question to ask us. Don't ask us what our worst day is. We don't want to live right. through that. Because of the things they do see, yeah. you know, you're I driving down imagine. the street and you see a mad wreck. You're like, oh, someone's got to go in there and, you know, and deal with that. And yes. So, I, I, you know, yeah, I get, they, go ahead. It's in, their, it's in the forefront of their head. If you talk to them about their worst call, yeah, uh, they can spit it right out. It's right there. It's always there. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's something that it's like, it's like a, a weight that they carry around their neck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. And, you know, that's not what you want to go up to and, and, and reopen that wound. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? You know, so I guess it, I guess you could probably just say, hey, what was your best, most rewarding call? Maybe, yeah. you know, would, would that help out? You know, something like that, Kevin? Sure. Yeah. So one of the things we do in the debriefing is we, um, it's almost like psychological first aid, right? So when, yeah. when we're, we're going, we come, we're coming in right after something bad that just happened. We talk, we're talking about in general about what happened. Everybody's got their own perspective when they talk about it. Um, and then we talk about, um, 
you know, something that you think that could have been done differently or something that you think that was done well. Um, but it's, it's, it's a way to kind of balance it out. Right. You know what I mean? You're right. Cause there are, there are a lot of things that go well. I mean, you know, there's, there's, a, you know, even though they don't feel highly regarded because a lot of the folks that they're dealing with, and the same with the military, a lot of the folks they're dealing with don't want them there. Mm. They don't, they don't want, they don't, they don't want us in their country or they, they've been, they've been brought up to to believe that we're, we're, you know, hurtful or hateful individuals when in fact, you know, we're there to help out. Um, So when they're, when they're presented with, you know, people that actually care and they regard their service, um, feel good about it. Human beings, just like, you know, we're all human beings, right? So when we're told, Hey, you know, you're doing a great job and we appreciate you. Right. They, right. they respond to that. Yeah. 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 So now is that something you, you, you want to kind of promote? Cause you, I mean, you said you're having these groups and you, I mean, you're just starting off. Are you really building it up? I mean, is it just guys from New Hampshire or girls from New Hampshire or is it you're, you're covering a lot of, of New England, you know, or is it something we kind of can promote oh. for you? Right. So, well, right, I just currently just do it for work. So are you talking about the the law enforcement stuff or the military stuff? Well, you, you mentioned there was a, you, you started talking about uh, group sessions you were working on. Right. So, yeah, so that, that's, that's something that I just do, I, I do through work. Um, it's not something I'm doing in private practice yet. Okay. Um, it, at some point, that might be something I, you know, I move into, um, further i publish further as i as i get you know as i finish up school here in the next year right so um, so that'd be kind of like a side hustle to uh to uh, help pay for those seven kids <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah i got i got one left and i'm counting the days Jeez. no it, it's uh yeah you know the, because uh, if you pay for one college you gotta pay for all seven right all seven so all seven Jeez, i'm close I'm, I, not, not one, not not one, not one of them's interested in the military. I do. I have two grandkids, right? Uh, and one of the, I have a twelve-year-old granddaughter who's a wonderful soccer player. Actually, they're both good soccer players, and a sure. six-year-old, a six-year-old grandson. So I'm putting all my eggs in that basket. Yeah, on the grandkids. Well, there you go. <laughs> on, on the grand, on the grandkid. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one showing. He's the only one showing any interest, you know. Now, uh, would Dad be a Marine and, and you be a Marine? Would would you would you go the Marine route? Say again. With with your dad being a Marine and you being a Marine, you know, would you go the Marine route for him, or would you kind of hope that he's a Marine? So I uh, well, my dad, my grandfather was a is a Marine and he fought in the Battle of Iwo Jima. Um, my father was in the Navy. Um, okay. Didn't want me to go. Did not want me to go in the Marine Corps. Um, you know, I I'd like to see him be a Marine. Um, oh. it, I think that you know, it, well, not just Marine Corps. I mean, any branch of the service. I have I know a lot of respect for everybody on the Absolutely. team. Uh, I think it. I think it does a, a lot for the individual. Um, and as far as trauma goes, I mean, you can experience trauma. You know, in a car accident, uh, you know, an assault, any, any, anything else that, that could happen to you in the civilian world or in, or in the military. But I think the military overall gives you a sense of, you know, pride and accomplishment, and right. you can so help. And, uh, and you know, he's there's the new branch. He's, we got the, uh, you know, the space force now, right? 
Space Force, Space Force. yeah. I, so uh, he, I think I, you know, I, I wish I, I wish I had gone that route, but I you know go to, go to boot camp in Lackland, you know, and and then uh, join um, the Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. Yeah, they they get the blue uniforms. They're a bit different, but yeah, why I think not? I seen a sign when I was in Melbourne. Space Force. Space Force. Join yeah, the Space Force. Over, Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I mean, brand new <laughs> Star the, Wars. The, song. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> you love Star we, Trek, man. Star Trek was at Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah. They all serve, man. They all serve in the future. That's right. So That's we get to look for. Speaking of boot camp in Lackland, um, and being on the East Coast, so you you, you went to uh, where, where is that, James? What's the boot camp here for in, on the East Coast for you guys? Paris Island. Paris Island? Yeah. Is that what it is? Paris Island. <laughs> Marine, yeah. Marine Corps Recruit Depot, Paris Island. Yes. That, that's where you were at? It's a, be- it's yeah. a beautiful place. I, I've been there three times in my life. Really? I just went there that once. That was it. I I was 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 there when I- <laughs> One time was good enough for you, huh? Yeah. Uh, the three months I was there was good enough. Yeah. So, no, I ain't, I ain't what, been back. What, <laughs> what battalion were you in? I was 3rd Battalion, Indian Company. 3128. There you go. Yeah, I was 2006, Second Battalion, Fox Company. They actually tore down Third Battalion, or they're tearing it down. Really? The old, really? the old Third Battalion. The old oh, Third okay. Battalion. There's a, there's a new one there now. It's beautiful. Oh, so you're getting some new dorms. Yeah. I'm not barracks are getting dorms now. No, this ain't the Air Force. <laughs> dorms. No, these are, these, these, these are barracks, and they're, they're big and intimidating. They're beautiful, actually. Well, that's but, great. Uh, they, they used it. They used it instead of having their own drill deck uh, with fourth fourth battalion. Everyone drills on the same deck now. Yeah, because didn't you say that yeah. the fourth battalion or was was for the for the the WMs? Yes, really. And they cause, and they they were completely separate, right? Correct. So now they're closer. You're uh-huh. saying now now they're uh, they're all you guys are all drilling on the same deck. You said correct. Wow, a lot well, of change. Things have changed. Yeah, a lot of change. Good. Why? Why say? Yeah, I, I I went back. It was about five years ago. I so I, so the first time I was there, I was like four, and um, I watched my uncle graduate, and I, I was kind of impressed by the place. I went back there. Obviously, um, a few years later, I, I I did my my training there as well, and then I. I connected with my uh, one of my heavies, uh, heavy drill instructors on LinkedIn. I just happened to see the name, and I was kind of surprised. It's a unique name. His name's Mike Mike Devork. Reached out to him. We stayed connected. We've been connected for years now. And I went down there with um, and met Mike and and brought my my bunk my bunk mate, and we hung out on the island for wow. three days. That so it's almost awesome. kind of like a buddy check. Then yeah, let me reach out to him. Uh, see how he's doing. And it was pretty cool, you know. He, this guy was a, this guy was a straight up badass when we were down there. Yeah. He hated he hated everybody. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's actually a funny story because we we were trying to find out when we were down there, like you know, why were the other drill instructors afraid of Mike? Like Mike Mike was a pretty intimidated, angry dude. I thought maybe he was just had a bad life or he's going through a divorce or something, but he, right. he was just an angry, right. angry guy. Mm. He made, he made boot camp worse than it really needed to be. <laughs> but, uh, the night before he was going to take over, he had done 11 
11 platoons back to back, which doesn't typically happen. And the night before he was finally going to become senior drill instructor, um, they told him that he couldn't do it for our platoon because he had to be a staff NCO. They had changed hmm. the regs. Oh, so uh. he, he, our senior drill instructor was a brand new drill instructor. And so it wasn't our, our third, our third head. So the two drill instructors, uh, Dvork and Henderson, the two heavies had worked together for many platoons and Dvork was just so pissed. Hmm. And he, he just, the only person he didn't screw with was Henderson. He even screwed with the two new, the two new drill instructors. He's so pissed. But, uh, yeah, to this day, man, yeah, I still, I still fear that guy. We were down there walking around, and he was acting like a normal guy. Right. He had his hand, he had his hands in his pockets, and I looked at him, and I said, "Mike, it's been 27 years, and I'm still afraid to put my hands in my pockets. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid, I'm, right? I'm afraid you're gonna come out of some building somewhere and like yeah. crush me." That's funny. Yeah, because sometimes funny. I'll stand around like, man, I can't put my hands in my pocket, and then you kind of stand in parade rest real quick, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what do you do with me. your hands, right? Yeah, can't put them in your pockets. No, that's funny. Yeah, we talked about that because I still carry everything in my left hand, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you, James? Yes. I don't think I've I I haven't sat down to put my shoes on since I don't know the mid eighties. <laughs> we still st- I still stand up and put my shoes on. Do you? Weird, weird, weird. Oh yeah, man, weird, weird stuff. Yeah, no, I I don't have an issue with the. Uh, Sitting down, down, put my shoes. shoes. Yeah, no, I don't have an issue there. But, but I got to make sure, you know, my closets like could pass inspection. You know what I mean? I got to make sure the two fingers. There you go. So it's just you know, everybody we talk to, same thing. Same thing. There's something that you get out of boot camp. It just sticks with you. So, so were you still a bit intimidated when uh when when you met this you know your uh, di for the first time outside, even after twenty some odd years. Well, I had been training in martial arts for most of my life, so I, I think I might be able to take the old man, but I wasn't going to try it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe hit him when he wasn't looking or something like that. Right. A little Judy chop. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Because, you know, my grandfather, he, he, he was a World War II vet, and, you know, I went and worked for him um, uh, putting up fences. And there was one time he kind of said something to me, and, he, you know, kind of went off on me. I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, Man, you old bastard! But I'm like that dude whooped my ass. You, you know what I mean? Different breed, yeah. different breed, man. Different breed. The whole time I was like that. I said, man, he would whip my ass right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here yeah. I am, almost six feet. You know, <laughs> push a bunch of weight up. You know, I'm like, nope, I ain't gonna mess with Pepe. Even though I'm like a couple, of, you know, he he was short and weighed three hundred some odd pounds. But I'm like, I ain't messing with him. Hell no. Hey, he still got he still got one good one left in him. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I didn't want him to use it on me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike Mike didn't look any different. I mean, he looked exactly the same with the exception of a little bit of gray in his, gray in his hair. But other than that, this dude, he, he also had the keys to the gym. He ran the gym on Paris Island, so he, this guy was in great shape. Well, good for Sounds him. like it. Yeah, good for him. But, but, I mean, I thought, you know, like I had this impression of Mike, like, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, special forces, He you know, jumped out of helicopters and shit without parachutes and killed people with spoons and stuff. Cause he made, yeah, he, he had this like Rambo impression of him. Like he just killed everybody cause everyone's afraid of him. All the other drill instructors so were down there and he's telling us about, you know what his MOS was, but he was a photographer. A photographer. 
it was he was a photographer and he was a Hollywood Marine, so he did his he didn't even do his boot camp Paris Island. So, wow. so like, now I'm like, yeah, yeah, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. So now do Paris Island Marines kind of look down at Hollywood Marines? Huh? Um, is that a thing? Uh, uh, <laughs> James uh, ready alleged- to say something, but he just kind of laughed. Allegedly. I mean, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a brotherhood, right? Once Marine, always Marine. Yeah. So but- the, way, the way it works, and I'm sure it works, I, I, well, the Marine, Marines like to fight, right? Sure. So, so James and I would be fighting over second and third battalion right now if we had nothing else. If we couldn't pick on another branch of the service, yeah, we'd be talking about yeah. how second battalion sucks or third yeah. battalion sucks because they're stuck out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, That's that Marines, is correct. Yeah, well, we don't have someone else to fight with. We'll just start fighting with each other. <laughs> um, that's what we do. So, so pretty much, it, there is there is competition where there is that between the. I mean, you guys even call them the Hollywood Marines. You know, we haven't had one in here for yet. We had a lot of Marines, but not a Hollywood Marine. Oh, so, I'll have to get Mike on. I'll have to get Mike on here sometime. Sure, that sounds great. I mean, I mean Hollywood Marines suck, but I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> say it to his. I, I wouldn't say it to his face. No. Yeah. Well. You know, because. Yeah, I get that. He could probably still smash me up. Yeah, like you said, one good one. You know, one good one left. It, it's kind of like with probably with you and your youngest son, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, he's he's uh, was he. He's working on a second black belt right now, so he's got a little oh. bit to catch up. Uh, I can still, I can still take him out. I, I don't, I don't need to use my strength with these. I with my students as well. I don't use my strength. I use my brain. Yeah. I let them, I let them get all, all worn out and make stupid mistakes, and then I just kind of choke them out. Well, that, <laughs> that, I guess that just kind of comes with wisdom, right? And age, and yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I'm too tired just, to be doing all that. I'll just wait harder, on you. Not harder. Yeah. I, yeah, I just try. I just try to stay away from. Them. <laughs> just choking them out. That's great. <laughs> That's why people are like. Why do you carry a gun? Like, cause I don't like to sweat. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Perfect, man. Oh. You you you'd be great down here in Florida. Yes. That's like everybody. Yeah, there you go. There. You know. Stand uh, your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Now you come from the live for okay. your die state. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So. That's right. Stand your ground. I just uh I I just had it. She just retired to a beautiful home, but I had a, a Belgian Malinois who was trained, and um, she was she worked as a police officer. Retired. I'm not sure if you know what you know what a fur missile is. A what now? A fur missile. That they're the dogs. They look like shepherds, but they're the ones that kill terrorists. Wow. Okay. We we use them as um, we use them as police dogs up here. I I had one for a while, and she she was a retired police officer and. Uh, between the gun and the fur missile, uh, definitely stand your ground. You didn't even have to shoot anybody. You just send the fur missile out after them. Yeah, and you just kind of to go get them. You know? Yeah, you know, our hometown. You tell the, the, what, what, yeah. they, what do they use here in Bartow? They use shepherds, right? Just, yeah, the German, German shepherds. shepherds. Yeah, Some, you know. Yeah, same thing. Well, same thing. Uh, Mallies are probably they're a little bit smaller. They they're probably a little bit more muscular, like. They climb trees. They do all kinds of weird stuff. Wow. They're uh, they're pretty. Uh, you ain't getting away. Pretty, pretty Yeah, there's yeah. no way to run from a fur missile. I yeah. played fetch with her, and and when she was running back towards me, I had the hair would stand up on the back of my head, and I just took all the all the courage I had to just stand there and mm. and, and you know wait for her to bring the ball back and pretend like I was boss. 
Yeah. You know, even though I I knew I knew that she could kill me in about two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's still an animal, right? You never know. You never know. Right. Yeah. But they're very effective uh, in the military. You know, we had a uh, we would um, when we got stuck outside the Iowa oil fields, we had a we had a overwhelming um, group of um, Republican Guard troops that came towards us. Mm. We had to, we had to take their weapons and you know destroy their weapons. We we really didn't you know we thought we were just going to start stacking bodies. We didn't realize that a lot of them were going to give up. Yeah. So we had a the army came up with some five tons to you know, we would strip these folks down and haul them off. And the um, the actually the MPs with the dogs are the ones that can get more people in a truck than us. Oh yeah. Because the dog yeah, the listen dogs to that dog. They would yeah. No. Yeah, the dog, the dogs would intimidate them, and they would pack in those trucks like sardines. Yeah. Look, we gave up. They're not going to shoot us, but I'm not sure what the hell that dog's going to do. Right? Yeah. Dog looks hungry. Was la- yeah. When's the last time that, yeah, that dog ate? So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that dog looks hungry. Dog looks hungry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Some, I, I, don't, I don't know what they eat out there, but... <laughs> Damn dog. Anyway. So, so like I said, you, you're, you're working... Um, you, you that group therapy with with the uh, the police officers as well and and also with some of the veterans too correct correct yeah i work for uh, you know like i said i gotta be careful about identifying That's myself fine. but i work for i work for a federal agency that yeah uh i i counsel uh counsel war veterans yeah now uh, i go ahead. no go ahead sorry i'll say my modality of treatment is psychotherapy so um, basically it's just, uh, like, like, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, just, just talking. Uh, I, I don't really get into some of the other stuff. Uh, I found that just having someone to talk to that kind of understands and kind of helps you process what's going on, um, was the best form of therapy for me. So that's what I, what I offer to my veterans. Right. Now I, I know we've talked about, you know, it, it, it's taking that first step to either finding some help and, you know, and I know there's numbers out there or there's buddy checks that we can do. Now, is there something that, you know, like James or I that we could do to help out, you know, veterans in crisis or, you know, something that you, you could, you know, share for us or right. that we could pass along? Well, you know, the one thing that I, I, I really try to advocate for is just, it's just making connections. You know, um, I, I talk about this with my martial arts students as well. It's just if you if you if you see somebody um, in your community, just reach out to them. It could be struggling, you know. That smile. It's the, the one of the greatest things to help in someone out is that human connection. Yeah. Because you, you, you don't know what they need. Uh, they they just might need that connection, or they you know it could be any any little thing that could really really turn them around. Yeah. So you know, e- either either people are listening to us or civilians, I mean, <clears throat> up up in your area or our area, you know, what would be a good place for them to go to to help something like that, like a shelter or, you know, go to like the, the Legion or, you, you know what I mean? Uh, or you just wait till you see someone on the side of the street. Well, no, you, you can get anywhere. So uh, there's so many different organizations out there. Um, you said that it, it's probably, you know, relative to where you live, but like the shadow warrior project is something that Mark Geist does for, you know, military contractors. A lot of them are veterans, uh, swim with a mission, 
um, building dreams for Marines up here. I sat on the board of them for a while. There's, right. there's just, it, it, it's just looking, looking into um, different organizations in your community and promoting them. Um, there's, there's a, I forget the name of the organization. There's a guy around here that um, I'm not sure if it, if it even is an organization, but he has a one-time fuel payment of $300. You get, you get a young veteran or someone who's struggling and you know, right. he's willing to call, call their fuel company and, and put $300 in their tank. Yeah. Um, makes a difference. So there's little things like that. Um, it's your local VA that has a homeless outreach folks that can, you know, they can direct you to a lot of these resources. Um, and getting involved in those, in, in those resources, um, you know, local vet centers, stuff like that. So some of those folks that, um, if you donate, um, gift cards, you know, they, they're able to use those gift cards. They have someone come in, right. you know, during the holidays or something like that, a young family or just someone that's kind of struggling and they're able to give them a gift card. They're able to get some child yeah. for their family for the holiday. Man, that's great because, uh, you, you know, because I'm sure there's people who listen to us that, you know, civilians and like, you know, I didn't live what they went through. I don't know how to help them. You know what I mean? But the idea is you just pass along is, is you don't have to know what they went through. You know, you just help, you know, donate yeah. the gift card, you know, well, go to your local, thing. your local church or your, your local, you, you know, uh, VA establishment and say, hey, you guys have a program that we could donate to, you know? Right. So like I mean, a food shelter. Or- yeah, absolutely. They'll, they'll 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 tell you they'll you know like you said you, you know um you can go on there's, there's a lot of websites out there as well they'll tell you some of the best ones too easter sales is a big one um that's count there's, there's so many of them out there right um i have a a guy that i work with he's, he's setting up a 501c because he wants to buy a fishing boat and, and uh, have it outfitted so he can take vis- vet- veterans deep sea fishing. Okay, there you yeah, go. Just take, awesome. just take just take someone out, you know, let them spend the day right. uh, out just catching fish and relaxing, and, now, and you know, and, and having some of those things really helpful. Absolutely. Now, what right out of Rye or right out of Hampton? Uh, 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 yeah, well, it's it's near Rye. Yeah, it's out of out of the Piscataqua. There you go. Yeah, see that that'd be wonderful, you know, to be able to do something well, like that. It's uh, it's it, it's amazing, and it and it really you know turns some folks around. Another thing too, if um, a lot of veterans really benefit from having a service dog, you okay. know, a, a companion, a companion. There are some veterans that, quite honestly, they're alone, yeah. and having that companion has been really helpful. Right. And some of the some of these organizations will. Um, donate the dog and, and, and bring the veteran there for the training and then the follow-up training and stuff like that. So it's no cost to the veteran and that dog is, is a lifesaver for him. Yeah. And, and I see that a lot as well. And all you're doing at that point is either can donate your time or donate some money. You know what I mean? You know, any, exactly. every little bit counts, right? Any little right. bit counts. So every yeah, little bit. Yeah. So like you said, if you're sitting, listening to it and you're like, ah, I just don't know what to do. I don't I never live through that. I don't know what they're going through. Well, you know, Kevin just passed on some wonderful things that we you can do for veterans that are that need the help. You know, like you said, either you know pay their oil bill or pay their electric bill or you know a, a car payment. You know, just help them to get along. You know, so that that's 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 the monetary piece. But a lot of times, 
people ask, like, you know, I hear about veterans that are that are taking their own lives, and you know, just just that human human connection, just you know, sitting and listening to the old veteran talking about their stories, or you know, their like a funny boot camp story, or right. one of their deployment stories, or just someone that doesn't have someone in their life and showing interest in them and say, Hey, listen, you know, your service matters to me. Um, could be the difference between life and death with some of our veterans. Yeah. Like you said, just that human connection as well, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and not just veterans, right? No, I walked, no. I, I walked, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to pick up a stocking charge one of these days. Cause I'll walk through the, the store. If I see someone that looks like they're having a crappy day, I'll smile at them. Sure. Yeah. Well, maybe even smiling. Now that we don't have to wear a mask all every time, right? You know, right. you can actually get away right. with that. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you just smile and you, and you say hello or, you know, an act of kindness goes a long way. Absolutely. And, and, that's, yeah. and you, know, you know, with all the, the craziness and hate and crap that's going around now, it, it's like you said, all it is is a simple smile or just a simple hello, you know, to, to just to Change get somebody's day. day. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely save a life. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it just, like you said, just a simple, just a simple gesture, you know, yeah, buy someone's coffee. You know, you're waiting in line at dunks, buy the coffee behind you. Right? right. You know, why not? Simple gesture. Put it on your, put it on your app and get a free coffee after a while. Yeah. Right. So many ads up. Yeah. So that, many points. Yeah. I'm sure you drink a lot of Dunkins up there, huh? Oh yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I get the, uh, I was it like last week. I, 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 I try to do that as well. And the lady comes back, she goes, you know, you know, the uh, order behind is like $12 and something cents. I said, yeah, it's okay. Go ahead and pay it. Like, you know, and I, and I appreciate her asking. Sure. And, I, and she came back and, and, and she just smiled at me. I said, it's really okay. I said, I'm independently wealthy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, but I mean, you know, I just, I just well, smiled because she was like, she was worried, like, that's a lot of money, like, that's ah, okay, you, know, you make the gesture, you make the gesture, you know, sure. it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or twelve dollars. Yeah, and, but and, uh, and that always comes back to you. It always does. It, it'll come back to you one way or another. You know, a good oh, gesture like a, that. Right. Absolutely, and and, and there are guys. I, I wanted to mention. Um, a treatment that I, I've been, I've been talking to the um, law enforcement folks about and, and, and the military is just starting to look into it now. Okay. I'm not sure if you've, uh, if you guys have heard about the SGB block. Now, is that the shot in the neck? Yes. Yeah. I heard about that. I okay. yeah, don't know anything so, about it. It's pretty that. interesting. Is it? Yeah. I, I had, I had it um, and it literally changed my life. Now, doesn't that isn't that the one that stops the um, the fight or flight uh, portion of the brain? It resets it. Yeah, resets. So, so your amygdala gets turned on and it gets heightened over time. Every time you traumatize, um, the the way the the current the a lot of the current treatments for it, um, like blood pressure medications, it tries to bring down that pressure inside your amygdala. And gets rid of that underlying anxiety. Mm. Um, that a lot of combat. Oh, not, I, I keep going back to combat veterans, but people sure. that are traumatized carry that, right? right? So, what they do is they go in and they literally hit the reset button. They they put a long lasting 
uh, anesthetic in there and it resets your, your, your nervous system. Uh, it takes about 20 minutes to work. Um, and, it, and they measure it. Um, they, they do a PCL five on you. And if you, you know, you have, you have an elevated score, you're likely to have, you know, you're already, they're already looking at your post-traumatic stress symptoms. Um, but then if you have a score of like over 70, you're really, you know, you're at acute risk for, um, suicide. So I, I went to Dr. Sean Mulvaney. He's the one that did, he did, um, he did uh, Dakota Mayer. There's a 60 minute special on that. Mm-hmm. who's was a Medal of Honor recipient. And, um, met with Dr. Mulvaney. He was a uh, SEAL Team 6 commander for six years. Mm-hmm. He went to work for the um, Army as a physician for 21 years. Um, and this is kind of what he's he's going around training folks um, now on how to do it. And the Army is actually starting to catch on to this to, to kind of do some uh, work with folks when they come home right. before they readjust right. to, to civilian life. So some promise to it there. Yeah. Now, um, now, now I heard that it, it is working well. It doesn't work for everybody, but it, it does, for, for the majority of the people, it does it does good. It doesn't work for everybody. I when I went down, I had I had them reset both sides just in case one side didn't work. I'd already traveled down. They did both sides, and I got to tell you, I'm in a highly competitive PhD program. I work full time. I volunteer, and I also um, teach teach martial arts. So. Very busy, busy Busy guy, and 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 I was wound so tight that any little thing could just set me off. I was tired and stressed twenty four seven. Once I had this done, I got to tell you, I I, I'm real. I'm so relaxed I can almost fall asleep at any time. Wow. Same same life. Yeah. Uh, Nothing's changed. Actually, uh, when I came home, I um, I asked my wife for a divorce. Uh, I had been married for a couple of years and I said, Hey, you know, our blended family isn't working out. I, I kind of, you know, now I can kind of see the world in a, in a different way. And this isn't the life I want to lead. And it worked out good. You know, we're good friends and such, but it, it really helps to reset your amygdala back to pre-trauma state or back to even childhood. That's amazing. So it's 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 another good option for our veterans if it's something you want to look at at some point. And uh, so many, there's so many things out there, you know. And just just having your podcast and, and you know and talking about veterans' issues and stuff like that is is amazing. You, you, you know, you're doing something to get the word out there and to bring different people in to connect to as many folks as you can. It's, it's amazing. Well, you know, we're trying. We're trying to get the the right the right people on, like yourself, yes. that can, you know, because you know, oh, we're, we're just a couple of idiots just talk trash and pick on each other and chug beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? They talk about <laughs> the stupid stuff we did in the military. So we we don't have that type of background. So you know, when we get you know people on like yourself or or Mo, you know, it just it it's we enjoy it. You know, we I feel like stuff. we're doing something. You know, so we we appreciate you, you guys. You know, we really, we really do with the, you know, the information you're passing on today, you know, you know, can, even it just helps one person, it saves one person's life, you know? Right. So that, so that in group last night, someone was asking me about, you know, 
my work and I said, Hey, listen, you know, cause it, you know, they wonder like, is it worth it? Like you, you, you work around the clock, um, you're killing yourself, your PhD program and all this other stuff. And I said, Hey, listen, I can just save one life. It's all that matters. Right. Absolutely. I'm good with that. I'm good. It was all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'll just sit back and complain and I'm like, yeah, just let, let's just be realistic about everything real quick. You know, let's, let's reevaluate everything and say, you know what? We could, I'm not saying we are, but we could, you know, you never know. You never know. So sure. We, we hope to uh, continue on in doing these types of things. We, we do have plans on, um, we, there is an organization down here um, for the vets that we, we plan on donating money to. We just got to get off our lazy butts and do it. I think we plan on doing that maybe in the next couple of weekends. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. We, <laughs> no, we've been talking about it. Yeah. And, and th- this program, it's, uh, uh, one project was it one project it, where, where they were the same things that where you were talking monetarily where you know any 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 amount of money donated go towards helping vets you know like you said it, it, even if you, you know i know up north you know the middle of the winter you know your oil is run out well you know put 300 dollars in your account and that's what this this organization does so you know that's outstanding yeah yeah we, we hope to do a little bit more for them and with I hope them so. yeah yes but once again, um, if there's any uh, any other organizations or any things that you want to get on that we can push out through our Facebook, our Instagrams, not that we're constantly on there pushing that stuff out, but you know, just let me know either tonight or you know, send me a quick message and we can put it up there for you. I will. Yeah, I will. I yeah. There's just so many different ones that are swimming through my head, but they're each one of them do something different and. Uh, they're all helpful, you know. We're yeah. we're very resourceful when we hit, when we come across a veteran that could really use some help. Um, I, I'm the only mental health counselor in, in my in my office. I work with. Um, I'm the only male. Actually, it's it's hard to get male male um, counselors in in this field for some reason. Mm. But um, I work with. Uh, seven female social workers, but we'll sit down and I'll, uh, I'll say, Hey, listen, you know, my veterans struggling with this. Can we, can you help me out? And we'll, we'll team, you know, get together as a team and we'll, we'll find resources to, That's great. to help, help fix the car or, you know, get them a new wash machine or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll just stick together and make it happen. Man, good for you. I appreciate everything you're doing. I know our I listeners appreciate everything that you do for them, you know, and, 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 you know, like you said, just that human companionship, you know, just reach out, just say hello, you know, now we don't have to wear a mask doesn't, all the time. Yeah. It doesn't take much to say hello, smile. Yeah. Not much. Take your mask off, say hello, put it back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Easy as that. Easy as Easy that. peasy. There's not too much <laughs> mask wearing nowadays, is there? Not down here. Not down here? You have some. You, you couple. Some. You know, I, I, I everywhere every once in a while. I don't know. I yeah. Just, yeah, I think only in Publix. Or, or or when I go to big shopping areas like Walmarts or Publix, I, I, I'll put it on. Yeah. It, but, but I'm not Wait. vaccinated. Me neither. I, I, you know, and I never had the COVID. Right? I never never had it. Never, you know, I don't need it. <laughs> so never got the vaccination. So I, I guess I'm lucky. But well, you got the antibodies. I I got I got I got them both so I got I got I got the Rona right off the bat and then I got uh, vaccinated as well. Did you? Yeah. Hey. For, for for work, but it's all, it's all it's all good. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying don't get it. I'm, you know, you know what I mean. I guess that was my oh, choice. Yeah. You know, all my doctors yeah. are telling me now, why aren't you getting it? You need to get it. I, I don't know. I, I wash but, my know, hands. I don't touch. You know, he'll touch my face every so often, but I'm always washing my hands. I, I don't know. Personal choice. Yeah, personal choice. It, it, it is. It is a good choice. It's your choice. That's the good choice. Yeah, your choice is the good choice. Absolutely, I like that. Live free or die, baby. Exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. That's yeah, one thing I miss about New Hampshire, man. But you know, now the state's gone blue, so I don't know how are you dealing with that. You, you, uh, I'm dealing with it. It's not easy. <laughs> well, being in Concord, it, you know, you're a little bit further. You know, it's the whole southern border by you know Nashua and Derry and Hudson, and you know, what I mean, that's where that's where you start to see it more, huh? Although, yeah, although I think you're starting to see everyone around here suffer paying, you know, all this money for gas. They're all starting to, they're not, no one's chanting the name of their president right now. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because when you do hit that gas bump, you're like, son of a bitch. A hundred bucks? How's that going for you now? Yeah, 74 to fill my truck up. $74. Gas, 315. Jeez, bro. Now we we got a Sam's Club, so it's always a little cheaper there. So I'm always like going to Sam's Club to get my gas. It's like twenty cents cheaper. That's a lot of money, twenty cents. Oh yeah, about a gallon. Cent, yeah. yeah, fifteen. I try cents. to do the same thing. I live close enough to like the Sam's Club if you can. Heck but yeah. you know, I live I live in Concord, so I'm 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 right between you know Vermont, Maine, all the mountains, oh, the, yeah. the ocean, Massachusetts. The, the, I, I say Massachusetts. I go to Boston, right? Because I like to, I like to get my pizza down at Pizzeria Regina in the North End. But other than that, the rest of the state is is not as desirable. Mm. But um, the you know there's a lot. I do a lot of driving, but yeah, it's killing me. Yeah. Now you should now. What it's October and the leaves are changing. You should see a lot of uh, uh, uh of people coming in now. All the leaf peepers. We well. We, you see them anyway, so they're, they're, they're coming up all summer, uh, camping and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then we get, we get like, I don't know, like a two or three week break, and then we get all the leaf peepers, mm-hmm. and we get, they get a little bit of a break, and then we'll start getting the skiers, so we're, we're stuck with them year-round, unfortunately, and we're kind of like a pass-through state as well, huh. everyone going, going to Maine or, you yeah, know, going yeah, to Vermont yeah. for the same thing. Yeah, well, it's easier to fly uh, to Manchester than anywhere. Manchester, yeah, it's sweet flying into Manchester, right? Yeah. Just fly right and walk right to long-term parking, and you're good to go. Yep. Boston's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. We're actually coming up on our blue hair dyed uh, season. All the uh, old-timers are coming down. All them old ladies dyeing yeah. their hair blue and stuff. You know, you ever seen that, old ladies with the blue hair? Oh, yeah. James look at me crazy. I get they, what they have that tint we have, Yep. My caseload drops by about twenty percent in the winter time because all my snowbirds leave. Yep, and they're coming yeah. down here. It fills us up, huh, James? Isn't it's so, almost like so, a fair? So. It's full town. People just coming and coming and coming in droves. Oh, and just makes driving even worse. I say, I've never been there, but I, I I hear I hear about the villages a lot. I guess the villages are the place to be. Uh, no. No. You want an STD? Yes, yeah, you want an STD. <laughs> the, the, them old timers don't believe in contraceptive. No, they're, oh, they're, 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 it's like free love. Yeah, Woodstock. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the big old orgy. So the villages is a big old orgy. So yeah. I, I pretty much yeah, everybody runs around with their with their pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we're we're uh, we're a little bit we're but what two hours south of that? Yeah, yeah, we're kind of st- we're in the middle of the state, uh, uh, Central Florida, between Tampa and Orlando, where it's just hot, no sea breeze, it's just hot balls, traffic everywhere, traffic everywhere. Yeah, we don't my, have uh, anymore. My my uh, my main goal is I get. I don't know, probably about five more years, and I'm heading out to Maui. They got a vet, they got a couple of a couple of VA facilities out of Maui. You know, obviously, I'll be able to teach. Sure, but um, I've been there. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm staying. Seventy-five degrees uh, year round. All they do is worry about like which way the wind's blowing. Yeah. Now I was just I uh, just saw I just saw uh, um, in the news where actually Hawaii. Is probably you know for for real estate right now they're the lowest, you know they're not jacking um, up their prices, hmm. you know. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah. So if you're gonna if you you know if you can buy a place now and then five years you'd be good to go. Yeah, you know? the um, right now you know this to sell your house in New Hampshire. You, I mean, there's like bidding wars and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it, cra- it's crazy. Yeah, so everything's kind of overpriced, you know. So you yep. you know when you're getting ready to sell in a couple of years you're gonna lose money, so so and I guess that's not happening in Hawaii. So the prices are actually lower than what the houses are valued at. So this is a good time to do it. I, I wasn't gonna sell. What I was gonna do is, is I was just gonna I was just gonna move and not tell the kids about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of them they 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 come and go. So I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I figured if I just left the light on and, and you know. I don't know. Yeah. They wouldn't like know. Art mode they wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. See if, I get, yeah. <laughs> see if I see if I can get away with it for like six months or something like that. Yeah. To catch up. There. How come the electricity's cut off here? What's Dad been doing? <laughs> he ain't paid the bill. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll be paid. It'll be paid off. They can just have it. Yeah. There you go. Just have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to worry about this house anymore. You guys can take care of it. <laughs> No. You're not coming with. You're staying yep. there. Yep. So I, I, I'm gonna get a studio apartment. Hey, perfect. Or, or if they have, or if they have something smaller than that, I'm fine with that as well. Yep. It overlook the ocean. Wake up every morning. You know what I mean? Inside the island, well, to a sunset or, a, or, a, you know, a sunrise. Be perfect. So that's a cool. That's a cool thing about Maui. So if you if you ever wanted to go, um go for a visit you don't have to get a hotel room you can camp on the beach Jeez. just get a I think, flight i think it, yeah it's all you need is a flight you can actually if you get down to front street with a where the um a lot of the tourists are and where they have a lot of the food places and stuff like that just go lay under a tree and look homeless they'll feed you yeah, there you go you'll eat well that's a great vacation i, I went to yeah, hawaii for two weeks i only had to pay for a a plane, a plane yeah, ticket, round trip plane. Yeah, yeah. Pay for the plane ticket, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I wore the same thing every day, but secrets. yeah, you gave up all your secrets. So don't give all your secrets up, right? You got to right. keep yeah. some to yourself. Keep some. Yeah. You get, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get in the ocean, though, don't do it after it rains. You don't want to deal with the tiger sharks. Oh, okay. Jeez. <clears throat> That's a good secret to let go. Now, yeah. choke, choking yeah. your kids out, you want to keep that to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Keep that to yourself. Well, Kevin, we're, we're coming up on our time. Uh, we do appreciate um, you, you calling in, um, you know, taking from your busy day, you know, um, 
we're, we're coming up on nine o'clock on the Eastern coast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So James over there, he's had a busy day in the sun. So he's kind of yawning. <laughs> the gangster in the sky. The gangster yeah. in the sky will get you. Uh, and kept him going. Hey, but, I did find something while y'all were talking. Okay. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Sure. Go ahead. What we got? This is the, uh, I don't know what that is. That is the Space Force theme song. Oh, the Space There you go. Uh, yeah. Y'all can fact check okay. me on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do need a fact checker. <laughs> but yeah, you've had some very useful information, and I enjoyed learning from you, and it was nice meeting you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nice meeting you as well. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, Kevin. Um, just hit me up with a message or you can let us know if there's any specific organizations that you'd like to plug, um, that you really want to stand behind. Um, uh, you don't have to do it now. Like I said, you can, you can just hit me up later and I'll just put it up on our Facebooks and Instagram for you. Sounds good. But, uh, w- once again, we appreciate your time. It's Dan. And I'm James. Semper Fi, Marines. Semper Fi, thank you. Have a good night. You too, buddy. You too. Take care. Bye.